It's Nick from Control Group, and we're today we're talking about another one of our games. It's another review. Stay tuned. Today we are looking at the system Void Worlds by Mr. Marcus Strax. Thank you. A game that we recently played uh, with some guest stars. Um, I'm Nick, and I'm today I'm joined by Dennis Marcus. <laughs> I played Dennis. the game, the system. Who did uh, you play, Dennis? <laughs> I played Keanu Aliki. And I'm Nick, and I played Saxton Riker, I think. All right, so um, I guess to start this off, um, Marcus, since you made this thing, tell us a little bit about uh, your intentions behind it. Thank you. So it started... Why did you do this? When I was looking <laughs> at another game by Andrew Medeiros called Star Wars World, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. This is awesome. But... I kind of want a game that doesn't have like copyrighted stuff in it and I could maybe sell. And this was like the first game that I made. No, 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 no. Actually, it was the second game I made. The first one I didn't even complete, but one day I will. It's going to be awesome. Um, that's actually really similar to Stranded. That's funny. Um, but anyways, I and then I was like, ooh, okay, what if I combined all of my favorite um, sci-fi movies into like one world? How could you do that? And then I really only ended up with like a couple of them. Like you could play... Any, like, Star Wars, Star Trek, or, like, Alien game. And at that point, I think I forgot that it, I was going to take it further. And I was like, that's enough. Um, and I just kept coming up with these random um, space archetypes. And I was like, oh, there'll be magic in this one as, like, a big be-all um, spell move, just like in Monster of the Week. And then if you don't want magic in your system, just don't have your characters play the magic playbooks. You know, you're good. And you could do like more more of a serious game, like a, maybe even a psychological horror game, like like an alien. Or you could have it be like more of an optimistic, like fantastical game, you know, and include the magic and include like lizard people and stuff like that. So I wanted it to be a really well-versed system. I think I might have put too many areas into it, but I think that's, you know, that's the fun of it. So, Yeah. One of the first things that come to mind when I look at the system is that it looks like a system you've pulled right off the rack. It feels like a complete book that you've just purchased it's yourself. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, I was about to say that. It's fully realized. It's got a lot in there. I want to bang this. A little much, but okay. It's fucking perfect, dude. <laughs> Sounds like we're stroking our own dicks, but... <laughs> wow, that's really nice of you guys to say. It was Thank really so pretty much. to look at. That, to yeah. look at. We didn't rehearse that. I didn't know they were going to say that at all, you guys. That's you guys are so nice. Did we get that take? Did we get that take? Damn it! (laughs) Put the gun down. Put the gun down, please. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no. um, I I uh, haven't played this. Um, I liked that there was. It it definitely seemed like it was like a blending of genres um, in terms of like play playbook play style, Um, and I and I again was like. As, as like a lot of our games, it's like really like simplified the stats and then the move sets. Um, I love that it's also based off of um, questions. Um, I think we were first introduced to that, or at least I was in Lasers and Feelings. Um, and I think that the, like that's a good way to like you know really like specify your character. And then again, yeah, the bonds bonds of course is always I always like that one. Like you like um, ask us like you know questions and like relationships before we do a session. Um, I love that there's room for that. I think, I think that the what you're talking about at the beginning. I think that yeah, this is a system. I think that you need to like sort of specify like what you're going for, like like tonally. Yeah. Um. Just because yeah, like there are just because these are such high-minded concepts, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like Star Wars and Star Trek and 
alien all this shit. It's like it's like each one has their own specific rules and stuff. So it's like if you want to go for something, yeah, an ideology like you go, like be specific with what you're doing, which I think I think is I think you would if when you're approaching a sci-fi game, you're like this is the sci-fi story I've always wanted to tell, and it follows these rules, blah blah blah. So I think people could really work within the system. Yeah, it just gives so much room to play in that you got to give it the time and the right emphasis. Gotcha. Yeah. I think um, there's like a dichotomy in my brain between, ooh, I want to make a game that's part of this really specific world with this sprawling mythos, you know? And then the other part is like, no, I want to make this a game where they can choose whatever they want, and this system will work for any of that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this was kind of halfway between both, maybe. Um, But I'm not done with either. I'm going to keep trying different ways of doing both. But I, I did have a lot of fun with this one. I know it's not done i think i think it needs a little bit more lore i think it needs a little bit more flavor text in there because while you're reading through it your eyes get tired because there's so much words so i think if it was a little bit more whimsical in the way it spoke it would explain its tone better and it would be more fun to read but otherwise i didn't see i I like this this page with you were describing you were like you have like a list of comparisons like character wise to like the the class that you're going for Mm -hmm. so you have like researchers bones or bruce banner like you could like that idea i think yeah like like stuff like that on like the actual uh, pages with the classes would be good. You yeah. know, talking about like a researcher traditionally is somebody who's like this, you know, like this is the, the traditional archetypes of this person, you know, I think that might be helpful. Yeah, I think I need to find uh, like the, the perfect medium between like, yeah, it's varied and you can choose whatever you want to do, but also like, here's what people might usually choose. Like, right, so you know what your options are. Yeah, it's much like in Monster of the Week where you have little pictures and little paragraph right at the top of the playbook so you know exactly what you're getting into something like that just finding the closest comparison and putting that on the page itself i think would be the best for it or there's people who like really like playing like a certain type you know like they know they want to play to their strengths and they're playing with their friends who like they're looking for the you know like the barbarian because they always play the barbarian you know so Mm -hmm. like maybe they they need like a buzzword that will tie them into being like this is a character that could could be that you know, or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe barbarians aren't the best example, but you know what I mean? Like people yeah. play, often play the same class. You know? Well, cool thing is, it's like, it says in there, like if you're playing bandit, it's, it's assuming that you're going to be, you know, some kind of like pirate or like Boba Fett, like bounty hunter kind of thing. Okay. But also you could be the totally good version of that as well. You wouldn't just have to be like evil or selfish or whatever. So I think that's also one of the strengths of the game too, um, where none of the, playbooks are tied to any kind of alignment at all too which i guess most games do but in this one i think it's kind of needed it's really specific Mm, not all of them i think this is definitely a game that i would like to see another group play um so we can get like an even another play test to it i know that's our job but (laughs) 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 but you know what i mean like i want want, like another perspective of it if we don't do another system in this like a completely different thing that i would want somebody else to, to to try it just so i could see what where they went with it Yeah, I think this is probably, uh, in terms of our free releases, this is probably be the one that has like the most in it because I think it's in a good form right now to like open up people to because it's it's pretty rough. I think I think it needs a couple more drafts. So if you guys can have this full version, if you want to check this out, it'll all be on our website. So that's controlgrouppod at gmail. I think that was good. Let's do our ratings. Dennis. My rating is my favorite Star Wars movie. So I give this a Rogue One. <gasps> Thanks, man. Nice. 
Um, I will. <laughs> I I will give my rating in the form of my favorite quote from a sci-fi movie. They say in cryosleep, <laughs> part of your brain goes to sleep, but other part stays awake. The animal side, the primitive side. No wonder I'm still awake. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we end this episode off. <laughs> Actually, I'll give my system one and a half Death Stars out of one and a half. They rebuilt it? <laughs> Just a half. <laughs> it was operational. That's no moon. That's it's my on. system. Oh, okay. Uh- <laughs> Test complete. Test complete. Test complete. <laughs>